Hello and welcome to this week's Careers Couch. I'm your host, Byron, and today I've got Ezra Alvinseo, one of our recruitment team here in the Sydney office uh, at the Career Building Headquarters. Welcome to the show today, Ezra, and thanks for coming back. No worries, Byron. And hello, everyone. It's nice to be back in Sydney from a two-week trip from overseas, and I really love what you've done with this headquarters. Yes, thank you. We've we've certainly upped our game with the careers couch. We've listened to our viewers um, and the comments about the, I guess, the poor audio. We'll call that one out. So we've invested in some uh, better audio equipment and video equipment to up our game and help you as a candidate or client uh, get better value from this show. So thanks for thanks for the plug, Israel. Um, and I guess. Today we'll be talking about six steps to a successful career change. Now, 20% of Australians last year made a career change within the last 12 months. Did you know that? Yes, yes, exactly. And in, a matter of fact is that 57% of people, of Australians, actually go through a career change once in their life. They do, and it's getting more and more common. Most people are staying around between three and five years now. It's not unusual to see uh, more jobs on a CV than what you would have seen uh, two decades ago. Uh, probably parents had the, the start and finish the same job, uh, but it doesn't seem to happen in this day and age. No. No, so I guess the first step that we wanted to bring you today is uh, a little bit of self-assessment that would be the big one uh, when making career change and, and why do you think that's important yes self-assessment is very important Byron because it's really daunting to ask yourself and it's gonna come you know once in your life where you've got to ask yourself the most confronting and difficult question is this career really for me or what do I want to get out of it yeah I, I, I think that's true um, you know you've got to confront yourself with some difficult questions as well, um, what do I want to get out of this career? What sacrifices am I prepared to make to achieve my new career change? Um, you know, uh, what are your strengths and weaknesses? And you know, a, a good one I, I can give a first-hand account. Uh, sacrifices. Um, I've got a lot of pilot friends because I've got a passion in aviation, um, and some of those guys make massive sacrifices. You know, they work two, three jobs at a time while studying full time because they've got to fly during the day. So they might be a waiter, they might be a bartender, they might do picking and packing or baggage handling or something at odd hours. Um, but making those massive sacrifices to allow them to get through their studies, to get the hours up and then hopefully fly for, you know, Qantas or Virgin, um, it's big, so, yes. so they've, you know, they've really sat down and made that self-assessment and said, you know, this is a career that I want to do. Yes, and another one would be to seek advice. Yes, I think seeking advice is a big one. You know, you can talk to, if you're in high school or whatever, a careers counsellor. Um, if you are that young, I think you need to just go with your gut a little bit. You know, what do you really enjoy doing and, and just go for that. Um, if you're a little bit older, um, maybe talk to other recruiters or HR professionals or um, talk to people, you know, that are working in that field. Yes, that you want to exactly. Be. So or if, yeah, exactly. And um, obviously another thing would be to speak with your boss. Yes, that one can be a daunting one as you know, um, your boss some in some companies rules with an iron fist. 
<laughs> yeah, you can't you can't really talk to them as much or but it's really important to speak with your boss if you're wanting a career change because they can actually tell you exactly um, without you having to ask yourself what your strengths and weaknesses are if that if they're on board with it and also they can you know give you a good perspective about who you are as a person what they think you're passionate about and where they think you can be successful yeah well that's right over the life of your employment with a with a company or employer or whatever you your boss truly genuinely gets to know who you are what your strengths weaknesses what kind of person you are what motivates you what doesn't motivate you um they're i guess a outside eyes looking in um, at, at your career, um, so I guess the fly on the wall analogy, um, they are excellent. And sometimes, you know, if your boss isn't ruling with an iron fist like some of them do, uh, you'll be surprised how supportive they can be. Uh, I know when my partner wanted to make a change from uh, consumer goods with Sony, she, she went to, to LinkedIn um, she spoke to her boss and said, "Look, you know, I, I want to make a, I want to make a change. I've been here seven years. I've, I feel like I've done all I can do, and there's nowhere really to go." Um, so yeah, Tim was highly supportive of that. What can we do to help you get there? What kind of employers are you looking at? Interview coaching and all that kind of stuff. Even though you're in HR, you you haven't interviewed for a long time so yes exactly and it does alleviate some of the stress as well knowing that your boss may or may not be on board with you but it just gets it out of your system just to make sure that yes my boss knows about it and they're you know they could be on board or not but and if they are on board fantastic they're yeah. going to be your big, biggest advocate they're then going to give you a good referral yes. um you're not going to like trap them in the dark bugger and slap them in the face by saying hey i'm leaving next week so <laughs> Um, I think that's very important and it also shows that you care about the business because you can help them future plan uh, and transition into a new employee or maybe that position is redundant anymore. Um, last week we spoke about why New Year's resolutions and goals fail and how to implement them. So I think this is number four on the list which is setting some goals to get that new career change. Yes, you need to, smart, you need to set very smart goals. Um, making sure that the first, you know, from now to the next three years would be quite specific and knowing exactly what you want, how you want to get there. And then from then on, it doesn't have to be that specific, but you still have to know up to 10 years um, because it really gives you that good guidance about what you're going to do. But with that as well, another goal that you can do if you're, uh, I don't know, in sales or recruiter or whatever you do uh, would be to do cold calling. Um, cold calling is not bad. Um, <laughs> You can make five to 10 cold calls a week uh, to recruiters, to people you want to seek advice from, your boss, whoever it is that you want to speak with in order to help you out with the career change. Yeah, I agree. I think if you're truly enthusiastic about making the career change and it is a position that you want to move into, picking up the phone and dialing someone about it, it won't be that hard because you'll, you'll sound enthusiastic, you'll have energy, they'll want to listen to you and tonality is a big thing on any call. Um, so if you are picking up that phone, talking to someone enthusiastically, they, they will listen to you. They might be busy at the time, but they say, hey, can I call you back later and, and give you some advice? I've done that previously in, in my uh, career where I've wanted to transition and, and reach out to people. I think that's, that's a big thing. And step number five on our list is the network. So, you know, talk to your network. Um, 
maybe make a new network, go to networking events? Yes. What are some of the benefits? Um, yeah, go to lunches, um, connect with people on LinkedIn, talk to people on LinkedIn, anyone who's already doing uh, the exact career that you want to change into. Because it's one thing um, asking your boss about it, asking yourself, do I want this for myself? But it's another thing if you can talk to people who's already doing it and enjoying it because they can really give you about, uh, you know, the whole day in the life, the culture, how it's like doing that job, um, what the job entails exactly more than just what you see in the, I guess, in the videos or in the movies, why you want to be that person. Yeah, I um, think even in your industry, Israel, you, you do civil infrastructure recruitment here in Sydney. Um, you know, you've got site supervisors that, you know, are aspiring to be, you know, a, a project manager. And that is a career change because it's going essentially off the tools into a bit more of a, de a desk job, so to speak. You might be managing multiple projects, um, but you might not have the skill set yet to go and do that. So speaking to one of your project managers or, or something like that would help. Maybe it might not be the job for you. Maybe it's, it's something else um, or maybe it is. Who knows? But you know, you already have those people in that network to talk to uh, within your company or, or your peers or colleagues or things like that. Um, and if you don't, you know, jump on LinkedIn, reach out to people. Yes, exactly. And another one on our list, which is the last one as well, would be volunteering. Yes, volunteering is a big thing. You, um, it, it doesn't mean you have to go volunteer, I guess, for a charity and, and give your time or anything like that. Um, although you could, uh, a good example of that is if you were trying to get into sales and that was a passion of yours you, and you had a charity that you believed in is to go and volunteer for them and help them raise some money. It'll give you good sales um, ability and skills and it'll help you talk to people um, and you'll be doing something for a good purpose as well. Um, but also within your own company, um, if you've got you know a passion for HR and you've been studying that, you know, ask the, the senior HR manager as, along with your, your boss, like, hey, you know, I'm hitting my targets, I, I'm, I'm getting everything I want, I'm a little bit bored, but I'm thinking about a career change. Do you mind if I dedicate five hours a week or two hours a week to, to one of your projects or something like that? Exactly, it could be taking care of, I don't know, getting started with the rostering, the payroll, uh, performance management, whatever it is in HR, but also you can do volunteering outside of work as well which will give you an actual day in the life and give you first-hand experience about how it is being in the actual shoes of the people doing it. Yeah, well, that's right. Like, you know, if you want to be a volunteer firefighter, they're always looking and, you know, especially uh, now. hearts go out to all the people uh, down south and everywhere about those fires. Uh, we, we wish you all the best. Um, we just want to do thank you all for joining on this week's Careers Couch. Uh, we hope you saw some value. Our six steps were self-assessment, seek advice, speak with your boss. Yep, set goals, network, and volunteer. Yep, perfect. Uh, if you like this, please like below. Comment on anything that you'd like to know in your career. Uh, if you'd like to be featured on the Careers Couch and join as a guest, guest, uh, we'd love to have you on board. Uh, but like, subscribe, follow. We're on Spotify. Amazon, everything, all the platforms, LinkedIn, uh, but bye for now. Welcome to this week's episode of The Careers Couch, brought to you by the team at Career Building. Join the team as they talk everything about careers, recruitment, 
HR, and all the latest news and market trends from different industries. Recorded live in the Sydney studio at the Career Building HQ. And that's another episode from us. We hope you had some great takeaways. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to The Careers Couch.